This episode of the HHH Racing Podcast is brought to you by the Adelphi Racing Club. Adelphi is a racing club of like-minded people who enjoy horse racing and the camaraderie of being a part of something bigger than themselves. It's a true community. Adelphi's founding partners have all owned horses and other partnerships and syndicates as well as their own. The overarching goal with Adelphi is to blend the benefits of solo ownership without the administrative hassle, but with the thrill of the partnership experience. Adelphi offers an interactive ownership experience with real-time access to other partners, trainers, Bloodstock advisors, and other members of the team. The information to get in touch with Adelphi Racing Club manager Matt Cutera is on the bottom of the screen. AdelphiRacing.com, his email, his Instagram, and Twitter at Adelphi Club. And now, let's start the show. Good evening, this is your host Howard Kravitz and welcome to this episode of the HHH Racing Podcast. This is episode three of our feature uh, broadcast specifically for uh, the Adelphi Racing Club called All About Adelphi. This is a show dedicated to information about the Adelphi Racing Club, its people, its horses, and everything involved. If you are I, a member of the Adelphi Racing Club, welcome to the show. Very excited to have our guest on here in just a little bit. Please make sure you subscribe on the bottom right-hand side of the screen right there. Hit that subscribe button. Please hit that thumbs up button. That'll tell YouTube this is a great show. And also smash that notification bell, which will tell you when new content will rise in this show, including information about the Adelphi Racing Club. Had a, a fantastic weekend. Happy late Father's Day to all you fathers out there. Hope you very much enjoyed uh, the weekend. Let me tell you what's happening here tomorrow on the show. We've got a very, you can see on the, on the bottom of the screen there. I have a very exciting podcast, not related to Adelphi Racing Club, but uh, I will have Angela Herman from Canterbury Park and Jay Litzow, who uh, covers Canterbury Park for the Star Tribune. Canterbury Park has an unbelievable card this Wednesday night. They've got stake races all over the place. It is the Mystic Lake Northern Lights Turf Festival. They've been all turf, all pick five. That's only a 10% takeout. It's all stakes. There's going to be big time names in town, jockeys, trainers. Again, this is uh, Wednesday night is when the races occur, but tomorrow night on the show here, We'll be covering it. That's at 8 p.m. Eastern. Again, 8 p.m. Eastern will be the podcast uh, for that. So very excited uh, about the podcast tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern. There's also a contest available. If you're not aware of the contest, if you like a chance to have a 25% stake in the uh, pick five that I am playing Wednesday at Canterbury Park, you need to listen to tomorrow night's show. It is absolutely crucial 
But if you want to be, well, we have two winners. We have two winners already from this past weekend. If you'd like to be the third of the three winners and have a free 25% stake in to the pick five that I'm going to be playing, it's a $200 pick five that I'll be playing uh, at Canterbury Park Wednesday night. You want to make sure and listen to the show tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern with Angela Herman and Jay Litzow. It's going to be fantastic. All right, ladies and gentlemen, looks like our wonderful guest is here and waiting behind the scenes. He looks very happy and smiley and all ready to go to answer all of your questions and mine as well because he doesn't know this, but this is like the 60 minutes of horse racing. This is this is deep diving here, so we're going to be getting into all sorts of things, mainly related to horse racing, but maybe a few surprises uh, for him as well. Uh, the gentleman I'm about to bring on, of course, you know, is Ray Handel. A little information about Ray's fantastic trainer, uh, mainly at Naira. He's currently hitting at 29%. Hello, 29%, almost a third of his winners, 57% in the money. So all you got to do, you see his horse in the program, at the very least, just go across the board, and you're almost guaranteed to get some money back on Ray's horses. He's been red hot. He's a great guy. I've had a chance to meet him. And now you're going to have a chance to meet him in person. Let's bring on from the East Coast. The one and only, Ray Handel. Ray, how are you doing tonight? Uh, I'm great. How I'm glad to be on with you, bud. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us. Really appreciate you coming out. we got a lot of people watching. <laughs> we have a lot of uh, people asking questions. I know you've uh, been on a Send them away. What's that? I said send them away. Oh, yeah, I don't know. We'll be at the, they're going to be they're gonna be on the bottom of the chat. So if you made questions right. for Ray Handel, please make sure on the top right-hand part of the screen you I type see questions yeah. for ray and we'll uh, relay those uh, to him as well ray we have a lot of uh, people that watch this show mainly for handicapping but we like to have trainers and other guests on we also have some uh younger viewers on as well because i think it's yeah. important to grow the game with younger yeah, viewers absolutely. so let's let's I, I know a lot of, i know the answers to a bunch of these questions let's <laughs> just start at the beginning we're gonna be with ray for about 45 minutes maximum i uh, actually ray before well, we, I asked you a question. I've got uh, want to share something exciting news. I want to bring this on for everyone. Congratulations to all those people uh, that, again, this is not Ray's horse, so Ray, I apologize for that, but uh, I've okay. been bring this on before, but we do have a lot of Adelphi partners watching. Can there you go. Adjusted. This is a horse that's trained actually by Christophe Clement right here. One on Friday. Did it real well. Beautiful. In an N1 act. So congratulations. I want to show this for all the Adelphi partners there. No, I'm happy. Happy for the guys. Happy for Adelphi and uh, happy for Kristoff. You know, they do a great job. So, Yeah, absolutely. And those black and white, boy, did did it easily. Actually got a decent price on the horse, too. So just wanted to show that very quickly. Congratulations to all the partners. uh, The Adelphi crew is the best. They're second to none. Yeah, well, no, we're we're, going to talk about them in just a minute, uh, Ray. So first of all, Let's uh, um, again on the bottom of the screen. You'll see some questions for people that aren't familiar with you. Tell us a little bit where you're from originally, and then how you got started in this crazy horse racing game that we live in. <sighs> this crazy horse racing game. Uh, you know, it's a very unorthodox uh, upbringing in the game. Uh, I was uh, my dad was a gambler, and I fell in love with the game. Uh, we grew up in Jamaica, and you know we. He's, my dad would take me to the racetrack from a, from a very young age, 
and um, I just fell in love with the game. I love handicapping, assessing the form. Um, you know, like I said, we came from Jamaica. My dad would take me to the racetrack when I was a little kid, and um, he taught me the race to read the racing form before I could read a uh, read a book. Yeah, he has a little bit of a, a physical yeah. issue that sort of preempted the reason why you had to read the form, correct? Yeah, my dad has a retina pigmentosa, which is a degenerative disease. And um, so it was kind of like our bonding point. Like my dad loved the loved the horses, loved the handicapping. And um, uh, it was like one of our things where we could like bond. And when, as a young kid, it was just one of those things where we connected. And I loved the, you know, the, I don't know. I guess just like the the trivial the, the trivial mind of it all, like where you would try and find out the pieces to the puzzle and uh, trying to handicap. Yeah, and, that's something. Uh, that's something we we try to do sometimes. It's, if you've been watching yeah. Naira lately, you know it's not easy with all the carryovers. I'm sure you're familiar with you know some of the carryovers that have been going on. Pick fours, six, or pick fives, <laughs> pick sixes. There's been some tough puzzles. I don't know if anything has to do with the uh, Ortiz brothers being out of town or not. Maybe that's just a coincidence, but uh, there have been some big prices coming in lately in Naira. I don't know. You know, like I've, I feel like I'm like out of touch with that, like gambling side of things. Uh, I started, I used to be a big gambler. I came into the game, gambling on the game, but as soon as I started training, I, uh, I, I stopped gambling and I always say like, Oh, I was too broke to, uh, to, to gamble on races anymore but you know it's just like i still understand that that whole side of the aspect of the game um of, of it all yeah absolutely uh, i see questions from patrick and ralph in the chat we'll bring them up in in just a minute um now you you went on to have some great you were hot walker at first and you don't have to go hot through your entire, you don't have to go through your entire history ray but what trainer specifically have given you the best advice and help you get to where you are today well, my mentor was definitely Tony Detro, and he taught me how to not only like be a horseman, but also manage a stable and manage the business. And you know, he was when I went to to work for Tony, he was like, "Okay, this is what you want to do. This is what you're gonna have to do to, if you wanted to like make things go to the next level." And um, Tony Detro was like my mentor with um, with all all aspects of that. Uh, tremendous trainer. Anyone else you want to mention? I know I read your bio and I looked in you. You have a few other trainers as well uh, that helped you along the way, especially with a chance to uh, do some writing also. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I man, I, if I could go through the list of all the guys that helped me, it was amazing. I was with, uh, you know, I was with Jonathan Shepard, uh, Michael Matz, Kenny McPeak, um, and then I went to work for uh, 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 Christophe Clement. And I just was with some brilliant horsemen. And it was such a great upbringing. But the guy that gave me, like, my tools to become a next-level guy was uh, was Anthony Dutro. That's my guy. Uh, Dutro is fantastic. I brought here on the screen. Uh, you you, I, don't, I don't know who takes care of your, uh, your, <laughs> uh, your handle racing uh, webpage. But I'll tell you what, they've done a great job. And if it's you, congratulations. But I, I thought, no, not me. I'm a I'm a dumb horse trainer, man. We don't. Well, <laughs> I, I want to. I make them go fast. That's all I can do. Do you want you want to throw some uh, kudos to 
people that create the web page any names. I Katie, think they do a great Katie, job. Katie, Katie Merritt, who uh, who anybody that owns horses with me knows that she's my MVP, and uh, you know that that that's all her man. She's the best. Well, one of the things on here is you talk about uh, you talk about your mission your mission statement here, and uh, people can of course go and read to it. But you have some core values. Can you just touch a little bit about you know what you base your your shed row on and what your overall philosophy is. Uh, you know, we're just trying to make like maximize everybody's investment in this game. And um, we spend a lot of money and we spend a lot of time and we, we do all the small things to try and maximize our clients investments. And unfortunately you can spend a lot of money in this game and it doesn't always pan out to be, Derby winner, or uh, or a sixth winner, or or a good horse that can compete in New York. And I feel like if we're gonna have a horse in the circuit, you're gonna spend that premium dollar. What I can do is give you like full transparency, let you know where we stand with those horses at all times. By the great picture, I'm so now I've not been to Saratoga, Ray. I think you know, and for those you don't know, I had a chance to meet Ray for the first time. Um, during Belmont State weekend, I went to the Shed Row, met a lot of people behind the scenes, had dinner, really enjoyed our time together, Ray. I'm assuming this is at Saratoga. Yeah, this is a pretty cool picture. Is that right? No, that's that's actually that picture right there is actually in uh, at, at Belmont on the pony track. Oh, okay. Wow. I did not know. And that's you on the in the, the last person. That's me. The, that's me out the back. <laughs> there you go. I, might look, I was about uh, 20. That was about 20 pounds ago, bro. <laughs> so Ray Ray can ride, ladies and gentlemen. And I've seen I can ride. I can I, ride. I, I've seen it. I've seen it first thing. Um, <laughs> of all your training successes, Ray, let me go ahead and take this off the screen for a second. All of your yeah. training successes, is there one in particular that you're most proud of? Oh man, there's there's horses that I'm so proud of that like would like be so on the down low that people wouldn't even realize. There was a filly named um, uh, Seam that I claimed for maybe 16,000 off of, um, off of somebody. I can't even remember who I claimed it off of. And she was just like problem after problem. I gave her a couple months off, brought her back. And when I brought her back into training, she had like multiple problems, just chronic issues. And it was like day to day. It was like one of those things, like every day I would decide what I was going to do with her just based upon how she was feeling that day. And it was like that for like three months. Um, and I finally got to the races. She won Saratoga first time off the claim. Got me to the winner's circle. And uh, actually she, got, she, she won. She got claimed. And uh, unfortunately she never ran again. But it's just like one of the, the, the toughest training jobs I've done there's been many of them airborne gal was another one you know these some of the best horses that you've ever, that I've trained like my best training jobs I would call them were horses that would not be like mainstream by any means uh, you know taking these things like day to day and like you don't even some people don't even realize how much goes into the day to day stuff and, and you're just taking it one step at a time Listen, you've had you've had a bunch of successful horses. 
Let's talk about some of the – I want to bring up a replay that I know you're going to enjoy very much. You, your top money earner, and correct me if I'm wrong, Ray, I was English Soul. Is that correct? Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. So I'm babe. Now, now I, I remember the horse, and I'm sure I, I'm sure I bet on the horse. I want to bring up a replay that I'm sure you've probably watched a thousand times. Uh, the Saratoga race? But, uh, listen, this, uh, I told you, I, I come prepared. Uh, English Soul <laughs> – English Soul uh, won the Fleet Indian. You tear out of my eye every time she, every time I watch oh, that man. replay. The, I'll tell you what. I, I, I actually remember the race when I wanted to watch it. I don't know what she got on the fig, on the rags or on the. No, it was terrible. It was terrible, she, terrible figures. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. She was wide every step of the way. She ran huge in this Thank race. You. I'm going to go ahead and, and bring it up and let you talk about this horse and this win in particular. Uh, I was I was so overly confident. I was like, I looked back on it and I was like, they were asking me like, oh, what do you think about the twelve hole? This and that. I'm like, ah, I don't give a shit. Like, I'm I'm good. Right <laughs> I here, I mean, it is so hard to win yeah. from out there, Ray. Really hard to win from out there. Wide every step of the way. Tell us your thoughts. Uh, you know, right here at this point, going to the race and like stupid arrogance. Like I was like I was. <laughs> I was in the first turn. I was like, ah, I got this. Like, I got the best feeling in the race. Like, I don't care about the 12th hole. I don't care about the 12th hole. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm freaking good, man. And then I see the 22 and 3. I was like, oh, this is beautiful. We broke out the gate. We're traveling nicely. Just, just cruising. Manny's got everything we need. I'm not worried about Take Charge Aubrey. She's, she's cruising. But I'm like, all right, we're better than this Philly. We're sitting the wide trip. 40 and 2. I was a little concerned about that. Hung out wide, going forty and two. That's a little bit something. Yeah, but I, oh, I was I had supreme I had supreme confidence in her the whole race. When she, I'll tell you what, when she got to the half mile pole and we didn't pick up and take over the lead, I was like, oh shit, we're like this is gonna be a dog fight. <laughs> we got then we got to the corner pole and I was like, oh my god, this Philly better kick in because. I well, she goes. Of... She goes by the sixty-six to one. You know, oh she's my in, god! She's, she's in the clear. And she's I, in the I, clear. I'll tell Ray, you what, Ray. Uh, there are a few oh. times where I'm like, I'm not sure she's getting there. Because... Ray, right here, dude. How right here at the three sixteenths? I'm, I'm right like, here. oh my god, we're life and death to get here right now, dude. Plus, you got closers coming on the outside. I mean, it looked like right here she was hanging a little bit, Ray. I don't thoughts she were, did. But... She was trying to chandelier on me, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, those Zillicas, she dug in right here. You're like, oh. I, I almost appreciate those pushes on the outside because I think they got her there. Man. Oh, I'm telling they you. Handle when, she got to that one, when she got to that line in front, bro, <laughs> oh, my God. I picked up my oh my girlfriend. I was like screaming, <laughs> going crazy. It was, a, oh, it was a nut show. I mean, can you I mean, can you describe the feeling? Now, was that your first black uh, win right there? Yeah, and I was it was Saratoga. Like I was just just coming up. I mean, that was like year what year four maybe of my training yeah. career. Yeah, that was a massive pivotal pivotal like turn and everything. Well, Ray, I want to include some again. We have a lot of questions, things to get to, but I do want to include our viewers who are awesome. Yeah, we all have a few questions. Let's take a few quick questions, Ray, before I continue on with my presentation here. Uh, Patrick, come the. Patrick's a great guy. Patrick actually met um, at the Belmont. He's he's young. He's a senior in college, by the way, Ray. Big, big horse racing fan. And I know this could be a half an hour answer, but very briefly, uh, let's talk about from the time that you you know get up 
and through morning training at the very least. Tell us, tell us what you do in the mornings for, uh, for uh, Patrick there. Well, I will tell you this. I am not the first guy there in the morning. Um, you know, I know like the old race shackers are like, you get up there and you're like four o'clock in the morning and blah, blah, blah. You know, like I, I like sleep, man. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm very much a millennial. I fall into that demographic. So I, uh, you know, I wake up, I read the news, I go over the sh- stuff with my, with my assistant. Um, I had the set list made out from the day before. Um, and we, we obviously things get curtailed to, you know, situations that are happening through the morning. We have our training hours. I have about six sets a day and, you know, we are very much hands-on things change as the morning goes on. So that's pretty much, we have six sets, things change through the morning on. We uh, make adjustments as need be and, and the curtail to the horses. Ray, can uh, you explain to people what you mean by set? I know what that is, but some of you may not know what you're talking about. Uh, each set. So I have six riders that ride for me, exercise riders. So we dictate our morning around a rider. So six riders go out uh, in a set, which is six riders per a horse. And that happens about six times a morning. So there'll be six riders, six sets, and we'll go out and, um, you know, do whatever, whatever I see fit for that morning. And I've seen you out there in person working horses from the gate, etc. That's right, Howard. You saw me jump in. There's so much shit that goes (laughs) on that, like, you don't realize. Guys don't show up in the morning. Like, things go crazy. I jump on a horse. Like, I, 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 you know, you do what you need to do. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Okay. Let's see here. Uh, Next question I have for you is, what's the key? Now, this sort of leads into a horse that uh, if you are – We've, we have a lot of Adelphi partners watching. Um, I know we got a little bit, I won't say bad news, but a minor setback with one of the Adelphi horses, Salivo uh, Spritz. Again, very minor, according to what Matt Cuter has sent out. First, before we talk about Salivo Spritz, what's the key to keeping horses sound and healthy? I know you, you feel very strongly about the welfare of the horse. Well, we, we always do with all the precautions. Um there's just things we that happen at high at a high speed um, uh, force, you know, that you can't prehend, that you can't predict, you can't, you know, quantify what's going to happen when you put a horse at a high speed, um, which is unfortunate about our game. And and we love our horses, and we do all the precautionaries that we can before every horse breezes for me. We have I have my vet give them a, a full diagnostic exam and we go out and perform activities after those once a week. Um, uh, what's the key to keeping horse sound and healthy? Uh, well, we buy horses that are correct and sound and that helps prevent injuries from happening. And, but, you know, you're talking about horses that are like built on these small confirmations that are like these bones that are like the size of your elbow carrying thousand pound animals. And it's hard to uh, quantify what can happen with those injuries. But um, 
yeah, unfortunately, Slavo has had some minor setbacks. Um, you know, it's a part of the game. You know, there's, yeah, you go through all the precautions. I have my vet on hand with me that double checks, triple checks all the things that I see. Um, and sometimes that's just not enough, and and things happen. I will I will say people that are partners along with with Salivo Spritz along with me. She's overall doing very well. Yeah. Matt said she was a little bit off, um, maybe yeah. because of she's been breaking from the gate more often. So her hind, yes. I guess, was a little bit off, but it doesn't sound like it's anything major. Um, I saw her personally break from the gate when I was there. And then uh, Matt Kutsera sent out a video recently where she broke even better. So uh, I'm sure you're looking forward to getting her up to uh, Saratoga, hopefully on the grass raise. Is at least the thought with her, correct? Yeah, yeah, the grass is definitely his thought. I mean, she just looks too good and trains too good to not be a good horse, and her dirt performances have been just average at the moment. But okay. she's bred for it. She looks like it, um, and I'm just hoping it's a minor setback. Now, Matt, Matt Kutzer couldn't uh, be with us tonight. He had a family obligation with his son, but he sends – he uh, with, uh, he sends uh, his best regards. Now, listen, I got a question for him. Actually, or sorry, uh, Ray. Now, your answer to this question is very important. So here's oh, the deal. I'm looking, I'm looking at my <laughs> cell phone here. This is, this, is, this is important because you can save a horse's life with these oh, answers. God. And I'm not even joking. <laughs> well, I'm joking a little bit. You'll, you'll understand what I mean here in just a second. So the question I have for you, and don't answer it yet. Okay, don't answer it yet, Ray. <laughs> the question is, what is it about Matthew Terra? Again, fantastic. Uh, guy, he's a managing partner for Delphi Club. What is it that pisses you off more about him? Or what's annoying or little quirks or things you <laughs> things that he says, <laughs> things that he says that you don't like, or just little things about you that like him? And the reason before you answer now, Ray, he says, and I'm looking at this is directly from my phone, so everyone listening, it's absolutely true. Matt and Matt and the Delphi Racing Club slash HHH Racing Podcast, we're gonna donate five hundred dollars to the TRF. If you guess his number one, Matt Kutzer's number one choice of what you're going to say, okay? Wait, if wait, you can... oh, wait, oh, wait. You need to, you know, I need to read this back again. All right, go ahead. Give I... it back to me. Well, no, I haven't told you yet. So uh, you're going to have to, you're going to, in a minute here, I'm going to ask you what what bothers you most about Matt Kutzer. <laughs> and if you, if, you, if you're, if his number one choice was. What correct, bothers you most about Matt Kutzer? Yeah, don't say, don't, don't say it yet. If you guess correct <laughs> the first one. It's 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 PG, okay? It's PG. Uh, right. That'll be a five hundred dollar donation. If you guess his second choice, it's a two hundred and fifty dollar donation to the TRF. <laughs> We're donating to the TRF, Thurbed Retirement Foundation. And if neither one of your choices are correct, we will still donate one hundred dollars to the Thurbed Retirement Foundation. So Ray Handel, what is it that Macuter says to you or does that annoys you? Your answer, sir. Oh my! Do I get A, B, and C? Now nah, you got to you just got to pick one. If 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 your if your number if if Matt Kutera's number one choice that you would say is correct, five hundred bucks to the TRF. All right, hold I'll on, tell wait. you what his choice is when we're done. What what do you think? Wait, give read it back to me one more time. Matt Kutera. No, so what is it about Matt? What does he say or do? What does he do that bothers you? What does he say or do that bothers me the most? There's such a long list of things I that know, he does. <laughs> you know he's gonna hear this now, right? <laughs> um, I've got it right yeah. here on my phone. Oh my god! What does he say or do to me that bothers me the most? 
there's it's just a long list of things. Um, all right, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it a little easier for you. I'm gonna make it multiple choice. Okay. Uh, yeah, give me multiple, multiple choice. choice. So yeah. the top three. Okay, this is. Not, I'm not gonna tell you the order. So if you guess which one of these three is his yeah, number one, me. Matt slash I will donate five hundred dollars to the Tierra Tierra app. Right here are your choices. <laughs> all right, you ready? Yeah. Number uh, here's choice number one. Your styling or your dress and the way you wear your hair. Number mm-hmm. number number two, correcting you that he always corrects your spelling <laughs> and grammar. <laughs> that hold one. on. Hold on. And number three, that you're annoyed that you don't train every horse of his. <laughs> that number two. He right, so like, which, which one which one uh, is it? He corrects his shit out of me out of everything that I that I say. <laughs> You're you're going. You think Matt's number one thing that you were going to say was correcting his speller and grammar? Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, a thousand percent. You are correct. Five hundred dollars. Yes. Give yes. round of applause, everyone. Five hundred dollars to the thoroughbred time. He literally Ray he corrects Hansel. me. He corrects he me like horse. twenty times a day. Twenty times a day. At what's minimum. the background? What's what's the story? What what does he feel like he's got to be right all the time? Or well, what? yeah, I'm 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 a high school dropout, and he likes to like point it out on me all the time. <laughs> all right. Well, that, his number two <laughs> thing that you thought he would say uh, would be that that you should use every uh, every horse should be trained by you that he owns. That, that is a very good point. I have driven that home, but Clement <laughs> has a, a big sink towards that. All right, so five hundred dollars. We're gonna hold him to it to the uh, Thoroughbred Retirement Foundation. There we go. Congratulations to them. Uh, let's talk about some horses with talk Adelphi. You have five yeah. or six horses with Adelphi again. We've a lot of people. Oh, Jenman Ten, baby. How about him? He worked a bullet today, boy. Who is that? Jenman Ten. Oh, let's talk about. You're a little bit off the screen, by the way, Ray. I, oh, I, sorry. That's all right. Uh, yeah, you can move, move to your right a little bit. Might be a little bit helpful. Uh, to your right. There you go. Perfect. All right, yeah. Now we already talked about Salivo Spritz a little bit. Uh, Gentleman Ten, where's the bullet? Tell yeah, where's the bullet it. today? He is training like a New York brother that's going to win first time out in Saratoga. Whoa. Yeah. Tell tell everyone about the breeding for of Gentleman Ten for people don't know. Gentleman Ten like? is a low band New York bred. Feeling very confident about him. He's wow. big, strong. He's a little heavy, but I think we have enough time and enough miles into him where we're going to have him ready to rock and roll when it comes time to first Saratoga. Now, I, obviously, it depends on the condition book. Are we looking like early Saratoga, first or no, second week? No, book one. No, book one. No, he's he's ready, and he's going to run a good race. Wow, very exciting. Let's see here. Yeah. Uh, I got some uh, – I'm just looking at my question. Oh, we'll, get to, we'll get to those questions. You also have – um, horse court called Billy's Got Issues. That's with Adelphi. Billy's Got Issues is is working on his issues, and he is ready to uh, to fire a good one. Probably book two, book three. He's a little bit of a mental case. He's okay. got some issues, but okay. uh, but he, he seems like he got some talent along with his issues. Uh, now you also uh, misspelled Moon. Correct is a, is another one yep. with Adelphi. Yeah, next week she's running at uh, at Monmouth. She's Monmouth. good. Maiden yeah. special weight, right? On the, that's five and yeah, a half. Yeah, that's a tough. That's a tough spot. I, I was in between. Like, should we run Maiden claiming Maiden special? She's just on the the cusp. I think she's fast enough to where I think a five and a half will be just good for her. Okay, 
And then there's there's a half to funny guy that I know we talked about when we were oh there. Oh my god! That hasn't that hasn't run yet. That Matt uh, owns that has talent, but just having trouble getting her to the races. I right? mean, she might be one of the most talented horses in the barn. Wow! Take it, and you know how it is. It's like if they if they got loose and they ran through the backside and like ran themselves through a fence, you know, you know that's the good ones because she's <laughs> she's one of those horses like it's. She stubs her toe. Something happens, uh, but you know what? When they when they put it all together and they get the races, those are the the, the ones that change your life. Uh, question from B Keen on the bottom of the screen. I haven't been in marketing sales my whole career. I'm curious how you acquire or leverage clients, owners. Do you have an ideal <laughs> stable size? I was going to leverage. I was do you have an ideal leverage. stable size. I know you look about. You like to have about thirty-five to forty. You are now. The reason why. Everyone should know your Ray is 15th in the standings, but don't let that, you know, dissuade you because I'm again, 15th in the standings. What the hell, Howard? Yeah, but you don't, but you don't, but you don't have a large stable. And you don't run a lot of horses. You're still 29% win percentage. Thought, so Howard, I thought it was big time until you like crushed my world, man. <laughs> I, I I think you're pretty damn good. You just don't <laughs> run as many horses, but you know what? What kind of stable size are you looking for? You know exactly. Are you happy where I you're at right like, now? What I want a barn full of good horses. Like, is, is, if you want to send me a good horse, I'll train it for you. And if you if you have a horse that you don't know about, I'll train it for you, and I'll tell you if it's good or if it sucks. And uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> pretty much go. it. Um, I don't turn down many people. Like, if you want to send me a horse, you pay your bills. I always tell people, like, I'll give you the foundation you need to be a good horse. Even if you're not good enough to be in New York, uh, I'll give you what you need to be good elsewhere. Now, Ray, you had a, a really a very talented horse that I that I bet on. Unfortunately, she didn't come through for you on on was it Saturday? Was it three two uh, zone? I think. Can can we talk three about two three zone? two zone? What about what about Disco Pharaoh? Oh my well, god! <laughs> Let, let's talk. Let's let's talk about three two zone. Brutal weekend, man! I got beat up, bro. I know. Well, we're not going to get too much into that. We want to focus on the positives. But three two zone. <laughs> for, those, for those of you who don't know, three two zone is a very talented sprinter. He is. Was in a tough allowance race. I, I think it, to me again. You know, you train the horse. So I don't need to tell you, but it looks like you know six and a half and seven might be better. Oh yeah. Uh, for this one, he was on the 100%. wrong lead. He 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 struggled a little bit in the stretches to get there, but he uh, galloped yeah. on like an absolute yeah. train. He ran. Out about, he ran out of trainer at the sixteenth pole, big time. Can you talk about three two zone just a little bit? One of the more talented horses in your barn. Yeah, yeah. Ran out of chain right at the sixteenth pole, big time. But <laughs> <laughs> no, he's good, dude. Like he's he's a good horse. Um I'm gonna try him back for the three X in uh in the first book at Saratoga. Hopefully we knock that out and then on to uh the forego at the end of the meet. So I think he's a pretty oh. special horse. Yeah. You know what? I, I think I think can beat the four go. I really can because seven eighths. So, well, I don't know how this video is going to come out, but the condition books coming out in, in uh, Saratoga very soon. The the allowance is going to be seven eighths. So that's that's freaking money for us. That's perfect. Yeah, the three x is seven eighths. Then we go into the uh, the four go at seven eighths. It's perfect. No, listen, I. I... Now, does he have to win that race to go to the four go or just run? Yeah, I mean, I'm 
Yeah, you know, I'm a young dude, so I'm gonna take the shot. If you if we run second in there, I'll probably run in there anyways. But I want to win it. So, well, keep, everyone, if you're not familiar with this horse, it's called Three Two Zone. He's a trained by Ray. Keep beast, this horse dude. in mind. He's an absolute beast. You dude. said on the on Naira that you, I mean, you have a trouble pulling this horse up in the morning. I mean, just he's a he's an absolute he's a gorilla, dude. And I I ride him. He's like you walk around him. I've had people like ask me like, "Who is that horse?" And, you know, he like grabs you when you walk by him. Um, we we touched on Matthew Tear, but I didn't really get into the meat of the question, which is, how did you meet Matt? Can you talk about his influence with your barn? How much you know? Uh, uh, he took you've my had? game to he took my game to the next level. You know, Matt was awesome. He reached out to me. He was with uh, with Zilla. He did like some small percentages with uh, Zilla Racing Stables. Ironically, he, the horses that he owned with Zilla were not with me, but he learned about Zilla from me. Um, and he was like, hey, let's have a meeting. And we like we met up, and we totally hit it off. He's like, you're a young dude. You're coming up at the game. You're like crushing it. And I was like, yeah, dude. Like I'm ready to like take a next step. And he's like, you seem like you're on our level. And I was like, yeah, me too. So it was awesome. I, I think it's it's so important to have partners. And from what I understand, rumor has it he pays the bills and he pays the bills on time. Correct? He's the fucking god. He's the freaking god. Sorry, freaking god. <laughs> That's he's the right. god. He's the best. He's the he's the best. You know, when you start off in this game, man, like you, the cash flow and all that stuff, you don't understand like how the little things make such a big difference. Like now, I'm a, I'm I'm fine, but. When you first start off, like that guy that pays that bill right when you get it, like that's like a difference between six happy clients and four pissed off clients, like really quick. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's been uh, it's been it's been a great partnership, and hopefully it'll it'll continue on for a long time. We'll get some, you know, real nice some off some are, are you leaning towards you? Yeah. My daily goals is not piss off McIntyre. Like that's my main. Wow. Well, that's that's everyone's because you know he'll send he'll send his people out after you. We don't we don't we don't want that to happen. So Matt Matt's connected from what I understand. <laughs> uh, are you looking to get some you know younger horses with Adelphi? Are you happy you know getting more older horses that you claim? And do you have you have a what's your long term goal with the stable and or with Matt? Would you say I, I keep on telling Matt younger is better. But you know what? We've done, we've done, we've had a ton of success claiming. We've had a ton of success buying yearlings. We've had success buying two year olds. So, you know what? We'll just keep on rolling with whatever we roll with and uh, go from there. All right. Well, a few more quick questions and we'll get to the questions from our viewers. Then we'll end the show. Now, we, we could talk about this forever. Uh, I'll buy, I've already had a lot of people ask me this question in email. Like, you got to ask Ray about, you know, the drug enforcement issue and what's going on. We don't have to get into details, Ray, but, you know, um, how do you feel in general? Do we need federal agency to oversee things? Uh, how can we fix this issue in horse racing with, with you know, the, some of the drug issues? I mean, listen, it's inevitable. Like, Hiss is coming in, and we just got to fall into compliance with everything. Am I fully behind it all? Like, I don't know. You know, I'm – I'm a horse trainer. Like we're trying to like get the best we can out of our horses. If I uh, if I give a horse like a certain supplement uh, today, does that mean I'm going to find tomorrow? Because it's not in their guidelines. Like who knows? Like 
it just adds a whole other element to training horses. Um, but we keep our, I keep myself in a pretty tight boundary. So, you know, the, the guys that don't understand how the game is going in the progressive state that things are going are going to struggle. But guys like me that are very progressive and very intuitive with the things with current affairs and doing things on social media are going to struggle. Um, but there's pros and cons. I feel like there's a certain side of things that um, are going to get pushed aside with horsemanship. Um, and, you know, I don't want to like dog the uh, progressive mindset of things, but I feel like some of the ideas that are uh, behind the new movement aren't exactly people that are like boots on the ground. Yeah. Um, and I feel like horse racing is going to hurt a little bit from it. Not, I don't feel like, like my side of things are going to hurt from it, but I feel like people that have been doing the right thing by their horses for a long time are going to get some repercussions because they don't understand what the, uh, the guidelines and and um and and just the whole aspect of everything is gonna be like and i feel like it's kind of shitty because like i'm i'm gonna be fine i have people that literally work in my office that are there just to update it and i feel like most of the things that are going on with hissa are like okay do all the shit that you want to do but like log it in like tell us what you're doing and there's like tons of great horsemen and great horse people that are doing all the right things and in the parameters of the right things that aren't tech savvy enough to log all that shit in. And I feel bad for them, but like I'm gonna be fine. But you know, that's that's my drawback from it all. Yeah, well, I know you run a straight and narrow bar, and I've seen it in person. You have. Last question I have for you, Ray, and then we'll let you go. We really appreciate your time tonight. Again, any final questions for Ray Handel, put them in the chat. I want to talk about your, your staff that you have at the barn. You have a lot of great people working for you on a daily basis, from exercise riders to hot walkers to your you know assistant trainers, etc. Anyone you want to give a shout-out in particular or just let people know you know how fantastic your staff is there? Uh, Dude, I've had I've had my staff. My, my, my staff. You know, uh, Mike Hushin, when he retired – I took in his three best grooms came working for me and I, I, uh, I had, I do visas. I, I do HGB visas, I do the extensions for them. My guys, Elisar Montesino, Rodrigo, um, is like my main guy. We run stuff and, uh, honestly it would be like a second to none if I didn't have these guys behind me. Now that you do a great job and by the way, thanks to racing downwind, for that comment. All right, here's how I'd like to end the show. I have a very famous segment that, that a lot of my guests really like on this show. It's a rapid fire, so you can answer these questions either like 10 right. seconds or a minute. And the name of the segment is called 10 Minutes, minutes to Post. post 10 Minutes to Post. Again, Ray, these are going to be 10 <laughs> rapid fire questions. He doesn't know what the answers are. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right, here, here's how we're going to end the show. Here we go. 
What was the first moment you fell in love with horses or horse racing? Uh, when I was in Jamaica and I saw a horse run named uh, Blue Menthol. Uh, the best or most memorable horse racing event ever attended? Uh, probably in Calder Race Course when I watched Caller 1 win the uh, carryback. Ooh, that was a fast horse. On the lead, I'm assuming, right? He was, yes. He was very fast. Very, very. Caller 1, look it up. Very fast horse. Uh, bucket was. list track or race day event you'd like to attend in the world that you haven't been to? Well, I, I hit that off because it was Royal Ascot, and I went there when I was like a kid. And really? Yeah, I did. Yeah, that was did like you have like the tip. Oh, with the kid, so you didn't have the whole. The I whole did, outfit dude. On. So how about this? I will give you this cat. Like I went there, I had a suit, a tie, everything, wow. and they're like, "Oh, dude, you can't get into like anywhere in the in in the whole building." Like I was like, "I have a suit and tie." Like. No, dude, you have to have a top hat and tails to get anywhere in this place. Wow. <laughs> How old were you? I was uh, like 19 or something like that. Like wow, 18. That's, uh, well, wow, that's pretty cool. It was awesome because – how about this? That's why I love England anymore is because I was underage to drink in America but legal in England. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, which train do you fear most when you look at the entry box? You got a horse in, and you're like, oh, crap, this trainer's in there. Chad Brown. Like, <laughs> hands down, Chad Brown. Oh, hands down. Uh, what advice would you give someone who wants to become a trainer? Uh, get out of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not easy. <laughs> Don't do this. <laughs> um, other than Kentucky Derby, which race would you like to win the most? Uh, I love Breeders' Cup. Like, I would be happy with any any Breeders' Cup race. Derby right. is actually, like, I love the Derby. Like, that's what you're supposed to say. But, like, I, as a kid growing up in the game, like, I wanted to win a Breeders' Cup. Like, that's my goal. I already told Matt, Gentleman 10 in the Juvenile and Slevo Spritz in the Juvenile Sprint. Turf Sprint. What do you think? <laughs> uh, I feel good about Gentleman 10. Slevo's going to need some help. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh... Favorite track to win a race? Uh, Keeneland, Saratoga. Don't hold me against it. Okay. No, Saratoga's coming up in a few weeks. I'm sure you're excited about that. And, of course, there's still work to do at Belmont. But uh, realistic goals, short-term and long-term, very quickly. Uh, well, I want to win more races at Saratoga than I won last year. How many I did you win last year? I mean, I, I'm going to have a Breeders' Cup horse this year. Whoa. Whoa, he is going to have a BC. Going to, and I'm going to give you the horse's name that's going to take me there. You ready? Yep. Drake album, certified lover boy, and I named him myself. Well, you got to talk about this horse, Dick, because I know who that is. A lot of people don't know. <laughs> Who's certified lover he's, boy? He's a Mendelssohn Colt that I bought as a yearling and sold him out to a few partners. Uh, he's a special, special Colt. He's. Just stand, stamped himself a, 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 a man amongst boys. Wow. And um, okay. I've never felt so strong about a horse that I've felt wow. well about him. I saw Mendelssohn, by the way, Kumor, uh in April. I've never but seen Mendelssohn. I've seen Mendelssohn. How about that? He's an awesome horse. And I will tell you, Ray, and certainly you, you're going to know what to do with the horse. I'll tell you what Kumor said very quickly. They said it's a huge misconception or it's – uh, people shouldn't be thinking that the Mendelssohn offspring will be turfment because uh, you know, they, they think this is European fast, training. Bro. The people at Kumar think that he's going to drop 
dirt horses for sure. So listen, I'm a, I'm a I'm a dirt trainer, so you know. <laughs> uh, no, I, I I don't know about that. You could train damn anything. Uh, all right, you ready for this one? Who is Eloise? Eloise, that's my that's my that's my pig. <laughs> people, what do you mean your pig? You got to tell people what, what, who, I don't know if that's spelled right. Sorry, it's not. But it, Eloise, yeah, Eloise. That's my my little baby pig. My uh, well, she's not little. <laughs> no, she's not. I saw her walking around the barn. On a leash, by the way. <laughs> yes. That's the one. That's the one. Just she's a, a, a she's really a cool stabber. barn pet. Very loyal, right? So loyal. Loyal to me. She will kill anybody else that touches her. <laughs> wow. But you come with me, and she's got my back for, for life. All right. And the last question I have for you, Ray, tonight. I know you're diversified. You're a sports fan. Is there a sports team that you cheer for the most? Sports team. I mean, I grew up in Florida, but like Tom Brady is my guy. I love watching greatness. Like I love watching Seth Curry, Tom Brady. Like whenever I can watch like the pinnacle of any kind of sports industry, I appreciate it. Well, Ray, speaking of greatness, you've been great tonight. Really appreciate you coming on. You've been a lot of fun. You've answered a lot of questions for those people, uh, for all the viewers, especially people that are part of the Adelphi uh, Racing Club. Any final thoughts for the partners in Adelphi Racing uh, the rest of the year? Uh, Jim and 10, we're going to win a Saratoga, baby. All right. If you, if you are quoted, quoted. You just did right there. Jim and 10 will win at Saratoga. Jim and 10. Um, Saratoga, got you boys. There you go. For Ray Haddle, this has been Howard Kravitz and the HHH Racing Podcast. This has been episode three of All About Adelphi. Check us out tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern, uh, for a fantastic podcast covering the Canterbury uh, All Stakes Pick 5 Wednesday night. Ray, have a great evening. Everyone else, take care, and we will see you tomorrow night. Bye-bye, everyone.